Welcome to the Jamodi Podcast, where we interview coaches and leaders to find out not just what they do, but how they do what they do. Becoming the best version of ourselves is Jamodi, just a matter of doing it. We've talked a lot about your your program, and, and so I feel like I might have an idea of, of what makes it different, but maybe if you can even go a little bit deeper, to what makes what's one thing uh, that makes your program different? I think the expectation of excellence and everybody's going to say, no, we, we expect excellence, we, but really you don't. That's right. That's the, that's the number one thing when I can go in and kind of pay attention to a program, you know, like when I really get locked into recruiting a kid and I go to practices every other week or whatever, and I can really start watching like programs, how they're developed, how they're done. Like I, like I can flat tell a coach, man, you, you don't, ex- you don't expect excellence in everything you do. Well, yeah, I do. Well, then what happened in this situation over here where you let's let that kid walk out and come back and then nothing happened? And, well, I had to do that because of a reason. I get all that, man, but don't sit here and try to tell me that you expect excellence in everything you do when that happens, you know? So I get that there, some people have to survive. And But I'm telling you, if, if you're in it for the long haul and you can just create that expectation, hey, we're going to do our very best in everything we do all the time, and you uphold that, and everything in your program points to that direction, right? You don't have like three policies pointing this way and another policy pointing this way and then it counteracts, you know, and you throw your program off. Everything's got to go together. Everything's got to point the same direction. And I think that's hard. It's It takes a lot of planning. It takes a lot of uh, thought. Yeah, um, it doesn't spent, happen by accident. Yeah, I've spent countless hours just, you know, I'm, I'm not like a real good, like write down notes and like keep them organized. And like, I'm not real good at that. You're not, but Buzz I have Williams. Like all these... You're not Buzz Williams with your 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 stacks of notebooks over county. Yeah. yeah. So so funny thing is Buzz's Buzz's son, I don't know if I can I can say this because it's next year coming in, but Buzz's son's coming to play for us next year. So awesome. I look forward to getting to know Buzz a little more, you know? Yeah. But but I have just I just sat down when I was at Sol Ross and just started, okay, how do we handle this situation? How do we handle this situation? How do we handle this situation? You know, what's this policy? What's this policy? And just make sure that there was synergy with everything and everything pointed the same direction. And, uh, and it took forever. Like it took me an entire year because it'd be something I wouldn't even think about. And so then, and we started changing some of the way we do things. And, and so, but now I think we kind of got it to where everything points in the right direction and or not the right direction, but the same direction. Yeah. And, and like I said, every, everybody's programs are different. You can't, everybody can't do things the same. And when like I can't do I can't just try to copy Bob Knight doesn't work you sure. know I have to do things Cliff Carroll's way but everything that we have and everything that we do and everything we say terminology uh, everything points to the same direction to me and it took a long time to get that going but I think that's a, a big big difference in what we do and what other people do um, and I would encourage everybody to sit down and think about all facets of your program and I know it's hard for high school guys because. Uh, so much of your program is dictated by your school. You know, I get that, but you know, you have school policies, you have basketball, but yeah, just whatever you can control and whatever, you know, make sure everything's pointed in the right direction. And, and you may have to kind of tilt things a little bit to kind of fit into what your school does uh, from the high school perspective, from college, we get a little more um, independence with that. So, uh, but, but man, just make sure everything's going the same direction. That's been huge for us. Uh, there's there's very little question as to where we stand in situations. And so players, assistants, administrators, they can all just kind of, you know, something comes up in men's basketball, and you can almost answer that question before you even come to me. Well, I can tell you where Cliff's going to be on this. 
you know, yeah. this is the way he does things. And so uh, I think that's been, that's been, been huge for us, just upholding our standard, creating our standard. Everything goes the right direction. We have an answer for everything. You know, there, there's not many situations that can pop up that really is going to stump us, you know. Um, and at the end of the day, to me, if you're always doing what's right for the players in every situation, you know, that's that's one of my big things is you sit down and just think like, OK, what's right for the player? You know, what, what is the best for him in this situation? You have to take your ego out of it. You have to take, you know, sometimes what's right for a player is to, to have him not be a part of your program. Well, if, if that happens with the first team All-American, a kid average 20 or a returning All-District guy or whatever it is, it's it's hard ego-wise because we're going to lose games, yep. you know. But yep. for your, for that kid, for your program, sometimes it's better to do that. And it's, you know, everybody says, oh, yeah, we're okay, Cliff. Like, you know, we don't see you kicking off whatever it, I'm telling you, you have to figure that out. And it, it's very liberating, you know. Mm. And if if you just kind of take your ego out of it, you take all the other and say, hey, what's best for this kid right now? Like, what is best for him? And you do that nine times out of ten, you're right. And nine times out of ten, you know, you're upholding your standard. Nine times out of ten, everybody's going to respect you for it, you know. And and then everybody's going to move on and be better for it. So um, you, see, you ask me what's, what's different, that's what's different, you know. Like, we uphold our standard. Everything has synergy here, and we always do what's best for the kids. You know, um, you know, I, I get asked all the time. At first team All American, he's a sophomore, average thirty a game. I said, man, why aren't you afraid that some Division One's going to come poach you? No, I mean yes, but no, because if it's, if best it's for what's him. right for yeah. it's what's right for him, then we'll be okay. You yeah. know, I mean, I re- I recruited the kid, I signed him here. Who says I can't find somebody? Now, I may not find anybody like him again. That kid, this kid's special. But, you know, I've got confidence in what I do. Like, we we can kind of replace that and through two or three things and bring in more of a team concept on this hand. We, we can kind of replace what he does for us. So uh, does that mean I want him to leave? No, I love the kid. I, I want him to, to you know, play for 20 years. <laughs> you yeah. know, but that's not going to happen. So, uh, but, you know, it goes back to it. Like, if it's what's best for him, then I'm going to accept it and I'm going to move on. And, and that's what the Lord is deemed. And, and that's where, you know, this is where the Lord's putting him. Then, you know, who am I to argue with, with, with God? I ain't going to do that. So. Um, I think I, I love, I love what you said about everything going the same direction. And and I think what we don't want for our players to do is compartmentalize, but even take like this part of their life, like in the gym, they grind and they work really hard in the classroom. They don't give a crap. You're like, yeah. you can't, you can't have the differences between what you're doing. It's, it's how you do anything is how you do everything. But then I, if I'm really honest with myself, okay, the way I approach basketball, do I approach doing the dishes my wife wants the same way? No. And so I'm guilty of it too. So that, that standard of excellence and getting everything moving the same way, I think that is huge. And I, thank you for that reminder and the question of, you know, sit down and look at everything that we do and where's the slippage? Where is the standard for some reason different here, but it's the, it's it's excellence over here? I think that's a great reminder, man. There, there's that, but what you have to be careful of is expecting excellence in every part of your life where you can't, you know? Okay. So you have to have expectations also. So when I say we're going to line everything up, so I have another kid It's should be an All-American. He will be an All-American this year, you know, in my opinion. And he's not a great student, you know. And so 
I can't expect him to have 4.0, you know, even though he's, you know, so we, we have to temper our expectations and kind of get the best out mm-hmm. of him. You know, if, if we can get him a 3.0 or 3.2, I'm going to throw him a, a cupcake party and, yeah. and we're going to have some Dr. Peppers, you know? And, and so, uh, you know, you don't have to expect the very best out of everybody all the time. Like you have to understand like, what's their limitations? What's the expectation level here? You know, like, um, but it all, to me, it all has to go towards excellence, you know, like a kid that really, you know, is a bad student and it's kind of used to getting 2.5s. If you can get him to achieve a little more and get a 2.7 or a 3.0, you, you have to, you know, celebrate that a little bit. So I think that's the distinction between excellence and perfection. You know, you start going around demanding perfection from people. Everyone, every one of us is going to be frustrated. I think that's yeah. the beauty of that word excellence is within that, with that meaning it's your, when I say your very, very best, not perfection, but giving your best effort, like actually being able to look in the mirror and be like, you know what? I was at a 2.5, but I busted it and I'm at a 2.8 now. And I feel really good about that. Like that's a win. So yeah, we, we got to be careful. It's the, uh, remember the Titans when he says perfection, gentlemen, yeah. is uh, like, ah, okay. As a believer, yeah. I know that I can't do that. Like I'm never going to amount to that. So like, how do we expect our players? And maybe those, maybe that's for those coaches out there, me probably three or four years ago, that without even realizing it, that's what I was demanding was perfection from people. And I ended up having players that felt like they let me down um, or, or were just constantly frustrated. So just big distinction there. Yeah, no, that's great. Thank you for checking out today's episode. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast, share it with your fellow coaches, and find us on social media for what's coming up next on the Jamoti Podcast. It's just a matter of doing it.